So we have a, a microphone, and we have actually half an hour uh, to ask questions. So I'd just request if somebody don't mind taking the microphone. And um, uh, what, what I'll do is I'll, I'll coordinate um, who the questions. So, Dr. Abdulwan, please. Thank you. Thank you very much, Maharaj. It was a very enlightening uh, talk and uh, introductions. Since we're talking of um, money, I have two questions. One relates to wealth, and the other relates to bank balance. So the wealth question of wealth, when one acquires wealth, he, he equates it to happiness. Uh, a lot of wealth, it seems a lot of happiness, but with that comes target of envy, um, some not so good habits, and eventually a lot of that wealth goes into creating suffering. So this wealth does not seem to be the true wealth. So I would like you to enlighten us, what do you think is the true wealth, and I mean in terms of more eternity? and how to acquire that. That's the first question. And the second question about the bank balance. So in Bhagavad Gita we, we realize that if we do good karma, we get good reaction. If we can't get the reaction this life, we have to come back to get the reaction the next life. If we do bad karma, we get bad reaction. So we are always increasing our bank balance one way or the other. So is there any way that we don't generate this bank balance, that we don't have to keep coming back to this material world which you call as the world of suffering? Yeah. Thank you much. Very good. So, the first consideration is, what's the real wealth? As I mentioned briefly in my talk, that wealth is actually something that enriches us. Wealth is a medium of exchange. And like we have desire, and wealth is the means by which we fulfill our desire. So the real wealth is the means, not the goal. And when this wealth becomes the goal, then we end up becoming miserable. So that would be my short answer to this question. The real wealth is something that enriches us, giving us uh, real happiness, real joy, making us internally enriched. And the second question as you asked, like how to become free from this cycle of, you know, the, this consideration of or the, the principle of arrangement of action-reaction. Like we do get tied up. The answer to that actually Krishna has given in Bhagavad Gita in, through his last instruction. Sarvadharman Paritajya Mamikam Sharanam Prajya Ahantvam Sarvapapi Vyamokshwishami Just surrender unto me and I'll free you from all your sinful reactions. Don't worry about it. He's saying Mahasuchaha Meaning, don't worry about it. So the way to become free from the cycle of this karmic reaction is just to surrender to Krishna. Hi, my name is Rahul. Thank you very much. Um, I'd like to ask you something a bit more challenging in terms of belief in reincarnation. Yeah. When you spoke about reincarnation, it was very much around having a conscience 
that it will be in your next life how you treat other people. Do we need to believe in reincarnation or is this man-made so that we do have a conscience? Yeah. Or is there a way that we don't have to believe in reincarnation right. and we can still have a conscience to treat people well? So, you see, our reality doesn't depend upon our belief. If a blind man says, sound sun doesn't exist, does it really matter to the sun? Or does it matter to the people, those who have eyes? Rather, those who do not understand it or accept it, they're in an unfortunate situation. They're missing out on the Sure, but they can still have a reincarnation. Sure, yes. they can still have a conscience to do the right thing. Uh, and, uh, no, 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 just, no, 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 what can be done about him? So the thing is, it's a matter of knowledge, matter of understanding the truth. The question is, does the, does, the, does the soul exist? What will be your answer? Do you believe in the existence of the soul? You do. Sure, I do. But yeah. I'm undecided without believing in reincarnation. Now the question <laughs> is whether the soul, does the soul die? Sure, I'm not sure. No, no, I'm asking. I, I don't know. It's a belief. So if you I don't, don't know, know, then find out. Did you try to find out whether the soul dies or not? If you don't try to find out and say, I don't believe in it, then who can help? So my sincere appeal to you will be, try to find out. The information is there. Information is there and just find out. Suggest to me how to find out. There is a book called Bhagavad Gita. Just read it. And, okay, I'll help you. In Bhagavad Gita, just in two lines, Krishna is explaining that, that reality. He is saying, just as the body changes from childhood to youth to old age, in spite of the changing of the body, the person doesn't change. So who is the person? Is the body the person or the person is something else? So this is how Krishna is establishing the existence of the soul. There is something uh, that is beyond this body and that is making this body alive. When somebody dies, don't you say he is gone? Now the body is lying there, why are you saying he is gone? So who is that he? So the information, there are you know, very simple information. Simply we have to accept it with proper attitude. And please read Bhagavad Gita, you are an intelligent person. No session. I've got one other question. Yes, yeah, sure. Uh, very topical. Um, June comes the referendum. Now, it's a serious question because people will be voting for different reasons, whether it's wealth, political reasons, or around humanity um, and immigration. I don't know what you know about it, 
Is there anything that you could add or a, a simple philosophy to follow on how we would vote? Uh, I could get your answer question. Um, so, so Rahul, actually, yeah, I think mean, that's somebody who's not in the background. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure. So, can I ask you a tough question? Yeah. Yes. Anybody else? Yeah. So, maybe we'll come back to that. Thank you. Um, here, here. Yeah, so, the gentleman just next, and then maybe he's a move to his right to Ramakrishna. Swamiji, thank you so much for everything that you shared today. Okay. It was very useful. Thank um, you. Quick question, very simple. How do you improve the connection with spirituality? How do you get more aligned? To spirituality. Well, to come across the right person who can lead you to that. Somebody who is spiritually situated, find such a person and find out from him. Just like you know, when you want to study something, you go to a person who is a master in the subject. Similarly, if we want to delve into this domain, then we have to find a person who lead us. And then the way to lead is the information that they are in books. So, you know, the books are there. You can study those books under the guidance of a qualified teacher. And it's very easy. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Ramakrishna, the last classes. Thank you, Maharaji, for your insights. Um, my thoughts are that um, when you actually look at, say, of late, the way life is actually led, there is, there is this balance that everyone wants to strive, which is work-life balance, actually. So, one is actually working extremely hard to then actually make a life, ultimately, and I feel that there is an angle of, say, the tripod culture, where, say, the balance should really be via spirituality, that you, it, you can actually make work line and life the line, actually. So I wanted your insights in terms of how we can actually get that balance between work and life. I think probably if I go 100 years back, people were actually, the karma yoga thing was going on. So there was work that they used to actually do. It's a, uh, I think let me actually do this because I'll actually get the benefit. Others will actually get the benefit. Roughly it's more material. So how do you see this for us in the immediate and then probably in the next 50 or 100 years where I think the balance is going to be all the more wrong. You see, the first of all, we have to recognize that whatever we are doing, it is done in a proper way. Right? Like, for example, in simple words, I would say, that let's try to be as moral and as ethical as possible. Because otherwise, we will be inviting distress for ourselves. And the second consideration is that, which has been quite elaborately discussed in our, like, let us act with a sense of duty. Whatever we are doing, let's try to do it in the best possible way. Like, say for example, Arjuna is a warrior. And Krishna wanted him to fight. And he's fighting. And ultimately, who is the greatest fighter, greatest warrior? Arjuna was the greatest. 
And mind you, if you go back, then you'll see that Arjuna was not fighting to gain his kingdom. Arjuna was ready to become a mendicant and survive by begging, then enjoy a kingdom that was stained with the blood of his relatives. So this way you can see Arjuna was not interested in the kingdom. But he was doing it as a sense, a sense of duty. I have to do it because Krishna wants me to do it. So similarly, if we do our, like everybody has to do something. Like Krishna is telling in Bhagavad Gita, that nahi that without working one cannot exist even for a moment. Even when we are sleeping, our heart is beating, lungs is pumping. So our stomach is digesting. I mean, activities are going on. We cannot become inactive even for a moment. But we must try to dovetail our activities as an expression of our offering to the Supreme Personality of God. So that is the secret of real happiness. Thank you. Was somebody behind? Uh, somebody just behind. Mike is there. At the back. Can you just say your name, please, and then your question? Yes. Uh, my name is Aditya um, Swamini. Thank you. Um, my question is, uh, so I'm from India, I grew up in India, I came here 11 years ago to work. The more, uh, it's like this, so when I came here, I thought if I attain a certain amount of money, I'd be happy. Then I get married, I have two children, some happiness comes. But the more today where I am, I should thank my stars. If I look back in my life and I look at, look at people like me today, we should be very happy given what we've achieved. But the more I attain, the more pessimistic I become in life. So it's like this, there's more loss of fear. And I see that with a lot of people my age. Uh, the more you have, the more you're scared of losing. And more the unhappiness. And when I say loss of losing, it's not monetary wealth. It is loss of losing loved ones, loss of losing wife, children, uh, worried about my children's future. And they are factors beyond my control. And more pessimism comes across and more unhappiness comes across in, in your life. How does one change his attitude or her attitude despite some uh, to a more optimistic approach towards life where you can say, look, I've achieved this, the rest is up to God or or the Lord, right? Yeah. Well, the very good question. Like, it's the proper, you know, proper understanding that leads to, to real happiness. And proper understanding is, the first consideration is, so whatever is happening to me, whether I'm enjoying or suffering, it is due to my past uh, actions. And... So, you know, be open and tolerant to whatever is happening. Then the second consideration is that we cannot really change our destiny unless and until 
we depend upon the Lord completely. As, as the question came up, how can we become free from our karmic reaction? Like we are subjected to action reaction principle, right? Now, how can we become free from that in a bondage? Surrender to the Lord. Now, that surrender will take place when we first of all get to know who He is and how to depend upon Him. Like, the surrender will happen when we recognize that He is taking care of us in all respects. That again, you know, is a consideration of awareness or knowledge. So when you become situated in that knowledge, then we can become free from anxiety and fear uh, that we are talking about. Like, and as you are saying, the more we get, the more worried we become. Like when you are single, you are less worried. <laughs> then you got married to your wife and you started to worry about her. <laughs> now, <laughs> then you got children and the worry increased. Then, you know, like there's a consideration of how to maintain them. And as you we were saying, the anxiety, what if I lose my job, then what will have to do with family? Right? But if you know that somebody is there who is taking care of you in all respects, all your needs are being taken care of. You have a father who owns everything. And that father is situated in your heart. He knows what you really need. So dependent upon him is the ultimate means of becoming free from all anxiety. Krishna is telling it. You know, after saying that you surrender unto me, Krishna is saying, Mahasuchana, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it because what you get is far beyond that becoming free from your sinful reactions. Does it answer your question? It makes sense. It really does. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you. And we'll just have one slide. I will say, suggest one thing. Please come to our temple. Uh, we have a temple in Soho Street, and we also have a temple in uh, Hertfordshire, in Watford. And you know, there you'll be able to meet with devotees who actually have practically surrendered themselves to the Lord, and they have ex they have practical experience. So when you hear from somebody who has the experience, you will see what a difference it makes. And the thing is, like, I think somebody made the point, oh yeah, when Sanjay was reading, the mind is like an umbrella. Uh, you have to open it. Right? When you open it, then only it will function. <laughs> so, 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 you know, have an open, open mind. I mean, be open to receive New information. Thank you. Thank you, Aditya. One final question. Here is the way I'll frame the question. Everybody in this room is compulsed to pay tax at a certain rate. You know, Google doing great things to try to avoid paying tax. For me personally, I have a dilemma in deciding how much I should give 
to charity. Hmm. The scriptures are so powerful, surely there must be a reference somewhere where it states that as a good human, what percentage you should give to the Supreme Lord. If you could give me that as an indication for me personally, I would apply it because when I'm left to my own devices, I have a great tendency to cheat myself. Ten percent. Ten percent of your money. Yeah. In that respect, the thought that comes to my mind when a coin was given to Jesus and asked, who should he give it to? And Jesus, actually they were trying to trap Jesus as a, as a rebel against the, against the king, against Caesar. But Jesus' answer was, pay unto Caesar what is of Caesar. Pay unto God what belongs to God. So that's why my point is, when it comes to that, how much tax we'll pay and all, leave it up to this mundane arrangements that they have. And, uh, and it's up to you to decide what you want to give in charity. But when you give in charity, make sure that it's going to the right cause and used in the right purpose. Like that it is given for the benefit of propagation of God consciousness. Like uh, if some charity is given and it ends up in the, in the hands of some thieves and robbers, then they'll use that money uh, for committing more crime. Therefore, you have a responsibility to consider where you are giving your donation and how it is being utilized. Are you not going to give me a percentage? Beg your pardon? Are you not going to give me a percentage? Just make me happy. <laughs> That's up to you. Uh, I have a tendency to cheat myself day in, day out. <laughs> 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 Did it, did okay. it just, just for you, did yes. it be 10%? Anyway, so, in that respect, you know, my simple answer would be, Krishna doesn't see how much you're giving him. Krishna sees how much you're keeping for yourself. <laughs> and, by, and by giving Krishna, you don't lose anything. This much I can. Thank you very much. I'm very thankful that such a busy schedule. You have come here. Atha Foundation I'm connected, and I can only tell you how it is benefiting. We had a program in a couple of program in US, and yeah, each of whoever was connected has a better life. 
apart from, of course, money they have made with Artha Foundation because they are connecting. If you go and see the entire software area, entire technology area, the, most of them are connected with Artha Foundation. We have done a program in Bombay, the Bombay Stock Exchange, and people have so much of anxiety, um, so much of heart pressure, and so much was going on. A couple of programs they, they got together. Nartha Foundation has put them together, make them relax. Business-wise, they are doing extremely well. The family-wise, they are doing extremely well. Health-wise, they are doing well. This is the whole mission of Artha Foundation, to self-realizing and seeing that whatever you are doing, you do better. We have done it in Singapore. That has given a phenomenal result. We have seen the lawyers, we have seen the bankers. We have seen each of them, each of uh, and we thought uh, Dr. Swami is very rare, very, very rare. It was very difficult. I know him last 25 years uh, or maybe more. And I've been to his places in Ujjain and other places, the kind of following. Very simple, the real example which has completely detached. Uh, when he's on the job, it looks like he's so attached. He just focused to make sure that project is complete, on time, on budget, who are people who are dealing with. But the moment he comes out, he's completely detached. He's, he's just move on to the other project and he, he concentrated. This is a great uh, uh, thing to learn. Um, so this is this is amazing forum. We started here and we, have, we would like to take, take this forward. Today we have all, uh, everybody has come. and. You know, I come from Bihar. I come from Bihar from very uh, humble background, as Surinder mentioned. Everybody is there. Uh, I have here my childhood friend, uh, Ranjit Kumar, uh, who is the, uh, from again, very modest background, a simple family. His father was a government servant. From there he came. Today, he's a Solicitor General of India. He's an amazing person. Uh, so, uh, we, he also follow same in the morning, one and a half hour, there is so much of vegetation, vegetation do, he concentrate, he concentrate, he relate himself uh, to the Almighty, Krishna and that's what we are. So, I wish all of you, all of you, uh, all of you, please, this is your life. This is your life and there is no question that in this life you can't do better. I go to Covent Garden, I go to Covent Garden and I see this 10 years old girl on the road, she is uh, riding a bicycle and I get scared. How she is doing it? It's not that she she is doing it because of Punarjanma is because of her practice. Because of her practice, she is riding this bicycle on the road. So each of us, whatever you determine, you know. Um, I remember I can give you one small example. Uh, when I came to London, I was working for somebody, and uh, I used to go to Manchester back and forth in the train. And but I was fully determined. I'm going to be rich man. I'm going to do better, I'm going to do anything, uh, make my life better. And I, I heard in the train, at that time there was no mobile phone, that somebody is saying that the, there is a cable company called DuraTube is for sale and it has gone into receivership. And I says, oh my god, this is the opportunity for me. I, I, instead of going to Manchester, I got down to the station, I called somebody whom I know in HSBC, Helen Ward, and said, Helen, oh, Helen, there is some company called um, uh, Dura TV is for sale in receivership. You must look at that. I say, what are you talking? And I says, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. 
um, I came back and I insisted her that we should go together. It was KPMG who was the receiver on uh, Heathrow. Uh, the nice factory went there. We went to meet the KPMG receiver. He refused to meet us. He said, no, who you are? And I said, I'm, I'm, I'm really serious. He says, no, who you are? Um, I can't waste my time talking to you people. Okay, I got an idea. I called Bombay and says, just find out all the balance sheet. Wherever Agarwal is written, get those balance sheet. Get those balance sheet. <laughs> I got three more balance sheet. I got him after four or five days and says, hello, hello. You know, these are my group of companies. No, that's nice. I stopped. And I acquired that company. I acquired that company at very modest price. I, I, I made it success. So this is a small example. This is, and you know, with a term, fate is sure, but you have to write your own fate. As Maharaji says, with morality, uh, with your right attitude, there is no question we can't achieve. And this is the, for this purpose, we have set this uh, Artha Foundation. I would like you to support this. We are not looking any financial help. We are not looking anything out of this, except anything this can put together and make your life better. On the health, on your family, on your profession. And if you feel that all three is complete, then whatever you can give back to the society, whatever you give back to the temple, whatever you think is right, please do it. So thank you, thank you very much for coming. My, my brother is here, my, my brother's wife is here, so they all also have come from Pune, so thank you, everybody is here. Thank you, Daniel. Um, thank you all for coming tonight. Thank you for your support. I hope you enjoyed this evening. And I want to thank especially Maharaj for giving us the time this evening. He is traveling so much, I don't know which plot he follows. <laughs> uh, if, you, if anybody wants to meet with Maharaj, then please contact me or Sarada, and we will try to arrange it. It may not be possible during this visit, but certainly for the future of visits it will be possible. I'll be back on the 15th. Uh, but he is so, it's quite a busy session. <laughs> <laughs> but we will try to arrange that. I'll, I'll, I'll be. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> uh, also, I want to thank Anil for hosting this evening and providing. I've known Anil for a long, long time. When it comes to any spirituality, the generosity he shows is unbelievable. <laughs> and. Today there is a light supper. I hope you enjoyed compliments of House Mother. And uh, if there's anything that uh, we can do to help, any questions that you have, please contact us. We will be sending out emails for your feedback. We would really appreciate your candid comments to help us plan future programs. That would be really helpful.
Thank you very much.